This is all about Kentucky tracks, Kentucky drivers, and Kentucky fans. We eat, sleep, and breathe it anyways, so we figured why not make a podcast about it. For 11 years, we've been keeping the bluegrass covered in dirt. Now, we're doing it bigger than ever before. We are Kentucky's Dirt Racing Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Dirt Racing in the Bluegrass Live, presented by Smokehouse Grill and Buffet. All right, welcome. Welcome back to Dirt Racing in the Bluegrass Live, Wes. Lanham, he's in uh, Campbellsville, Worldwide West, I should say. I'm Josh Chastain. I'm at the real estate office in Richmond. Uh, man, it's good to be back on here. We've we had a couple unscheduled weeks off. Uh, didn't work out for us. We uh, let's see, what was it? Two weeks ago, I guess we blew a motor in hot laps and uh, didn't quite get that one going. Uh, you know what that ended up being? Uh, before we move on, I had a I had a cord plugged in backwards. I needed to reverse it, and everything would have been fine. Imagine that 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 technical difficulty was on me, Wes. It wasn't on you. That's a first that it wasn't on me. Yeah, not every other time it's been my fault, but not that one. <laughs> yeah, it, you're exactly right. It has been, but it is good to be back on here, man. Uh, I called this episode "What a Night" uh, because that's that's the best way I can think of describe this past weekend. Uh, and what a night it's going to be on this podcast. Um, We've got Jimmy Crabtree on the line. He's going to be coming on here with us in just a few minutes to help us recap the Randy Jones tribute. Working Man 50. I can't think of a better person, uh, to be honest with you, to help us uh, describe what that night meant, what it was like, and, and than him. And so I'm really looking forward to having him on here. He was really close to Randy Jones, and uh, and so that that's going to be a lot of fun talking to him for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, a cool deal for for Jimmy, you know, on that night, uh, pulling double duty, uh, racing in the – kdra super stocks and then also in the open wheel modified so just a special night and uh and i think it's uh it's awesome to have him on on the show tonight to uh to recap that that awesome night that we had at rock castle last yeah. saturday yeah yeah I'm, I'm with you and so uh this i do need to say before we go any further this uh, is the bluegrass restoration and construction studio uh we really are appreciative of of uh Tony Lowry and everyone over there at Bluegrass uh, Restoration and Construction, they've been really good to us. They do they do great work, man. They they do a lot of really good stuff and uh and so if you have any construction needs, anything, man. I was looking I was in there the other day uh detailing some vehicles for them actually and somebody called and they needed a deck. They were coming to do that. I saw they do wallpaper removal. They they do it all when it comes to construction. So uh give them a call and uh, and and help out our our sponsors make sure you tell them you heard about them on dirt racing and the bluegrass live we we uh, hope we're doing them some good because they sure have helped us out a whole lot uh, and we're very very appreciative of them this segment is sponsored by dirtman diecast uh, dirtmandiecast.com for any of your diecast needs late models all kinds of good stuff on there you might see him at the racetrack be sure to stop by and and, and buy some goodies from him so uh, that's dirtman diecast you can call the racetrack connection hotline you can't right now because that line's taken up, but I'll let you know once it's empty and you can call the Racetrack Connection hotline. We'd love to hear from you tonight. If you were at Rock Hassle Speedway last weekend or Thunder Mountain, Mudlick, any of those places, let us know about your experience at the racetrack or we'll talk about anything you want 
uh, we're, we're happy to talk about it. Just call the hotline here in a, here in a few minutes. Uh, but, uh, you know, just real quick, I, I do want to say, man, we're going to have uh, – I don't want to talk too much in detail because we're going to get Jimmy on here in just a minute. But I, I was thinking, man, and I, I'm, I'm almost hesitant to say this. We've had some really good nights at the racetrack, Wes. I mean, I can think some of, no doubt, some of my best memories, experiences were at the racetrack. Um, we were at the North-South a few years ago, camped, world last year. So many good experiences at the racetrack. Saturday night might have been the best single night I've ever, I've ever, personally, this is just me, had at a racetrack. It was just that good. It was, it was just awesome. I mean, it really was. I mean, from start to finish, um, you know, just, just the drive in, um, to the track, you know, getting there, I had my wife, Sherry with me. We, you know, got in, got everything situated, started, started walking through, um, the pits and talking to everybody. And then you drove eight and a half hours from Myrtle beach to get there. Um, just a, a very special night all the way around um packed house by the fans the drivers i mean just an absolute awesome night of racing i agree with you 150 percent, josh yeah i mean just the the way they handled the show the way they presented things the way they took time to do the things that they really needed to do for that tribute um beginning to end uh alan heckworth says i had i had a great time uh, yeah <laughs> yeah man i tell you what i did too it was good seeing you there buddy getting to talk to you for a minute uh getting to catch up with you <laughs> uh, we had a good time too trust me uh, uh just you know like i said just uh overall a great night but um and then not just that but our coverage wes you know from the time we get to the racetrack to the time we leave, we're running. I mean, we're scrambling. It's it's a dead heat. Just do it, doing everything we can do from the pit walk to the driver interviews to victory lane interviews. So much going on, but I'm telling you, it's just it is so much fun covering local racing here in this area. Like it is just an absolute blast. I, I love every second of it. I that's exactly what I was fixing to say. I love every single second of it, and. I wouldn't have it any other way. I just, it's, words can't describe it. I mean, just so much fun that we have and, and talking to everybody and making these connections and friendships. And, and it's just, it's just so special to me. Yeah. I'm just, just having a blast doing it. Yeah. And you know, what's really cool about it is we're seeing our podcast grow every week from this you know i think meeting new people doing this coverage our 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 race coverage gets more we didn't even set out really to do that that just sort of happenstance and it's crazy because we were talking about this week we're walking around with an iphone with a microphone rigged up and hooked into it and doing all this imagine man what we could do if we actually had some equipment to do this stuff uh it's untelling what we could accomplish if we actually, if we had like a fancy camera or something like that. Right. And then, you know, just to add, like, we, we had so much going on Saturday, but 
then, you know, during intermission, we got to get on the mic there with caution <laughs> and, and go, you know, over the over the entire facility and, and talk about the features. And uh, that was awesome, too. Just, yeah. Just being able to do that. Yeah, it was. Uh, Greg Miller says, hey, he says, your favorite cameraman. Yeah, no doubt. The one one laugh, one, what was it? One laugh, one bush. Is one that what? One laugh, one bush. Yeah, yeah, that's what we came up with. Uh, Greg was our cameraman. He walked all, all the way around Rockcastle Speedway backwards holding a, holding a cell phone camera and never fails. So never kudos failed. to him. I just <laughs> yeah. knew he's going to lose it there coming out of four, but he did. Yeah, I did too, man. I, I was waiting on it, but he didn't. Uh, tell us in the comments. See a lot of you commenting there. Thanks for the thanks for uh, commenting and interacting with us. That's what makes this show fun. Keep it going. Uh, tell us what's your favorite part about our our race coverage um, that we do, uh, because we want to add to that. Keep doing more of it. Do more of what what you enjoy. Um, we we enjoy all of it, of course. The the pit walk, just finding random people to talk to. Uh, some people we miss and walk by, and we don't mean to. We don't mean to do that. We're just kind of going with the flow. And if we see you, we we'll talk to you. If we don't, we we don't. I guess is the best way to describe it. Uh, but but that's a lot of fun. Let let us know what what's your favorite part of uh, of our race coverage is, uh, and we'll we'll try to do more of it. So, uh, but yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Well, Wes, let's go ahead, man, and 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 uh, quit wasting time. Let's bring uh, let's bring Jimmy Crabtree, uh, Jimmy Crabtree on the uh, Racetrack Connection Hotline with us. Uh, Jimmy, uh, thank you, man. You you're live here on on Dirt Racing the Bluegrass Live. Thank you for taking time out of your evening to come on here with us. Oh, thank you, uh, Josh and Wes. It's uh, what an amazing weekend. I mean, could it have been any better Saturday night than only thing made it better uh, is if a riding or maybe even I won that race. But, you know, congratulations to Dennis. He drove a really smart, consistent race. Yeah, he did. did. Yeah, I I agree with you, man. I got got chill bumps, as you said. Uh, Could it have been any better? Because – I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I I, I agree. Loved see, seeing Dennis win it. I you know seeing a right angle in victory lane would have just been been extra cool. I, I'll admit that. But you're right, man. I don't know that it could have been any better. It was a great tribute to Randy Jones. I mean, it really was. Oh yeah the the staff at Rockcastle, Dwayne, Kevin, they all man they put their heart and soul into that race. Uh, Dwayne was up at eight o'clock in the morning watering, watered all day. Uh, I guess Kevin was cutting the grass with the diagonal cuts. I don't really know what that's all about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was a great night for a great friend. And, you know, it, 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 you're speechless when you look in the crowd. The, the whole recognition of, of his drivers, the guys that bought the cars that was in the cars, Matthew and Dylan. Robin, especially, you know, my heart goes out to her and the boys. Uh, yeah. I don't know that it – I just really don't know that it could have been any better. I don't either. You're right. I mean, I kept saying, Wes, all night, and people probably got tired of hearing me say it, but I just – I thought it was so awesome to look up in the stands and in the pits and see that crowd. And I just kept saying, you know, that this is a this is a 5,000-to-win 
super stock race, not a super, not a super late model race. And to see that place packed out, I think says a lot about how much people in this area respected Randy Jones and, and what he meant to people. Oh, undoubtedly he was, uh, it didn't matter what you drove. It didn't matter if you drove one of his cars. If you had a question, uh, needed a little help. He was there. I mean, it did make no difference what you had. Um, he was one of them that was, uh, he was like an innovator, you know, uh, watching Bartley Grant do what he does. And, and all, you know, all these chassis, Dennis Robinson, the R&R cars, man, I, I got fortunate to drive one this week and man, I see why they're good. They're really good cars. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Uh, you did get to, you get to drive, you got to drive one of his cars. It's, it's up for sale now. I saw <laughs> earlier this week. Uh, well, the so rods that, out the pan. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. So you you really drove it? It's what you what you're saying? <laughs> I gave it all. It <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you put on a show in that heat race uh, for sure. Oh, that was that was awesome. Getting to run door to door with Logan Preston. I mean, I mean, what could you ask for? Right. I mean, he's one. He's right there with the rest of them. He's top top five for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he is no doubt, and that there was a lot of good cars there uh, on Saturday night, man. It was a it, it was a stacked field. I think I didn't get to see it till afterwards, but I think one of my favorite parts of the night. I wanted to ask you about this uh, specifically. They lined all the right angle race cars up there before the heat races on the front straightaway, and some of you guys got to speak to the crowd and and uh i thought that was like one of those things it took time to, to do it in the program man it, it was so worth it and just really cool of them to to make the effort at rockcastle speedway that is to make that effort to let you guys do that well that's you know Dwayne and kevin you know they, they know uh, that right, right race meant a, a lot to a lot of people. Not, you know, you just didn't have to have a right angle car, but just if you knew Randy, uh, his family, his boys, Dylan and Matthew, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was it was special. And Kevin and Dwayne made that race the best they could possibly do, hundred percent. Track for surface was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Had the grass look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it uh, did. The whole staff from from top to bottom, the track crew, the concession, I mean, everybody's just so friendly and nice. And, you know, it's just amazing what they're doing there and the the way that they're headed in the sport. And, you know, uh, Randy would be so proud. I'm telling you, he was he, I'm guarantee you he's smiling from ear to ear saying, I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The crowd, the you know, all the it was it was a very special night to for for me and a lot of people, you know, uh, not just, you know Tyler Hayes, uh, Jimmy Robinson, Tim Coffey, uh, Jason uh, Paul, you know, all these guys, Eddie Stewart. I mean, it wasn't just one; it was the whole field. Uh, there was thirty three cars there that. And all deserving to be in that feature, a hundred percent. Of course, you know what you can't do that, but right, I would. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Another really cool thing, I I took some videos and posted a reel on on Facebook. But you know, I love the fact that uh, 
the parade lap there at the beginning before the national anthem and then also with the four wide salute uh matthew jones in that 74 car basically got to lead the field all night and uh i thought that was just awesome to see that that 74 right angle forever car with matthew in it being out there was just it was an awesome tribute in and of itself oh for sure he uh we talked all day he got there kind of early and we sitting in the trailer talking and you know he you know he told me he said you know he said i want to race and i don't want to race and i looked in dead and i said what would your daddy do if he was here he said he raced i said there you go then <laughs> yeah yep. that's exactly yeah. right you know and he's learning he you know he, that's like his third or fourth race in that car you know and maybe his seventh or eighth race total mm -hmm. so you know he he hung in there he battled nutrition and made it to the end yeah he really did yeah i, I agree with you and you know such a such a nice kid too um just a, just a really nice kid always smiling every time oh, i yeah. see him you know yeah, you know, smiling. yeah. never yeah, it's really it's really an awesome thing because I know I know it's like I know it's hard on him, and I'm sure there was mixed emotions for him oh, there yeah. that day. But uh, definitely, what what Randy would have wanted was for him to be in that race car for sure. Yeah, when I when I blew the motor in the in the street stocker, I was walking across the track to go get ready for the mod race, and uh, well, I was walking across the track. He come around, he just stopped and gave me a high five as I was walking off the racetrack. Just you know the little things that you're always going to remember yeah i yeah. saw that and that was that was really cool to see because we were down in the infield and uh and i thought how cool is that you know you were going yeah. up to to get back in uh and get everything ready for your modified race and he did he stopped on the track give you a high five and kept rolling and that that is just that's just was cool it's awesome i mean that you know they're you know that's something you know randy that was Randy's vision. That was his dream was for the big KDRA race, uh, you know, at Rock Castle. That's what he wanted. Yeah. Uh, my, my hat's off to Kevin and Dwayne for, for seeing his vision and what he wanted to do and how he wanted to do it. Uh, I look for it to be bigger next year. I really do. I think it'll be a bigger race next year. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's sad. You know, I don't really – I didn't really look at the race Saturday as a, a tribute race or a memorial race. I looked at it a way for me to say goodbye. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. as a race, you got to look for a closure in the deal, you know, that you can go on to remember a man, but sometimes you don't get that. But, you know, I got that Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. In a, in a really good way to do it too. Like you said, exactly what he wanted, uh, you know the way he wanted it where he wanted it all that stuff was was is really cool and i i'm glad that you guys got that yeah i i knew randy you know spoke to him he he would talk to me and tell me he, how much he appreciated what we were doing um oh, yeah. you know talk to him a whole lot i didn't know him personally i know you were very i know there's you there was a lot of people that were very close to him but i wanted to ask you um i know you were very close to him what what was your all's relationship like uh, I know you were close, like I said. Oh, it's like like brothers. I mean, you you share. You know, we go up and down the road together. And I'd say, "Hey, you want to go racing him? Well, I'll meet you at your house." You know, or <laughs> he would. You know, he he would say, "Hey, man," I say, "I need to bend some pieces of metal." He said, well, "Come on over." Yeah. Doors, 
you know, it's just one of them. If he needed it, it you know, I had it. He could have it. If I needed it, the same way. Uh, prime example, 2014. I'll give you a little short story here. Yeah. I, I blew a motor uh, at Richmond. Uh, went and put went and got Randy Street Stock motor, put it in my modified. Went to Willard, and with a 358 motor, wore them out with it. Uh, one to feature that night. Uh, with I mean, Randy, you see, the, I posted the picture up of him just smiling from ear to ear. Yeah, uh, and beat Dan Ebert. Now, everybody knows who Dan Ebert is. You know, he's a really good IMCA racer. I mean, he's really good, and I think. I think he was staying with Jackie Boggs at the time. Uh, Jackie was, they was kind of doing some kind of tutorial or whatever it was. And he was trying to learn from Jackie and, you know, and then he went back, uh, wherever West or whatever it was, wherever he races at now. Yeah. But that was the type of person Randy was. I mean, he didn't care if he had it, it was yours. It didn't, it didn't make no difference whether he raced or not. As long as he was racing, he was happy. Yeah, and I think one of the things that I always enjoyed about him the most is, like you said, not even you know he built his own cars, but it didn't matter if you were driving a super stock and driving one of his cars or not, or you were in a four cylinder or mini stock or open wheel or 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 whatever. He was he was always helpful to to and friendly to everybody. Um, and I think that's what I think that's what people that I've spoke to remember about him the most, and. Uh, so so just a, just a really really cool deal and and uh, I'm just glad that I was able to able to be there. Um meant a lot to me to just to just to be there Saturday night. Oh, you you know, you know he was looking down on us. He was either saying y'all fools or good job. <laughs> yeah. Maybe both. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. Oh, he, I mean he was so big on you guys. I know when y'all going to start this deal up, you know, he talked about it. He and I think he was even going to do some type of sponsorship deal or something with y'all. Yeah. Of course, you know, it, yeah. Uh, but you know, it, 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 he's a, I, I don't know words. I mean, I tell you what I can do. I, I can, I'm going to share a text with you that he sent me okay. back in. Yeah. Back. October. I'm going to read it word for word. What he said. Okay. It said, God has been great to me every day in my life. This journey in front of me has to be made. With God's grace and wonderful family like you, we will celebrate other opportunities to be together doing what we love. Now that was that was Randy. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, was, yeah. Thank you for and, reading that. That's uh And we got to do that Saturday. That's what we did Saturday. Yeah. Right. It wasn't it wasn't about losing. It was about his family. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it it was, man. Like I said, thank you for for reading no, that. I I think that is perfect uh, example of who who Randy was. I, I I told someone before, you know, we we were working on putting together a a region championship deal that for this year at least didn't end up working out, but. Randy was the first one to reach out to us and offer the biggest sponsorship, you know, and he said, I want to, I want to do this. Let me know what you need. I want to be a part of it. Y'all are doing an awesome thing. And even when he, man, I mean, I'm talking like two weeks or maybe even a week. It wasn't no time before he passed. I know he was very sick 
yeah. he messaged me. He said uh, he said that that sponsorship deal's still on. It ain't going anywhere. And I said, man, that's the that's the least of my worries right now. You know, I I don't care nothing. I don't care nothing about that. But he he wanted to do that. And even after he passed away. His wife, Robin, reached out to me and said, I know you all had some kind of sponsorship deal agreement. We we want to do that. And I, I told her, I said, there, there's no, I want to, I want to remember Randy. I want right angle forever, everything. But there's yeah. no way we can, we, we don't, we're not going to do that. Um, yeah. Just bigger. But that's just who he was and who they are. And, uh, and just so, so Saturday night was just a perfect, uh, send off, I guess you you might say uh, to to our friend, um, just awesome overall. Yeah, I mean it's, uh, I mean I went up Friday night, and stayed all night, just kind of clear my head and process everything. And man, and then people listen, people up in Rock Castle, they're so so friendly. Uh, yeah. Mike Smith, Chris, and his wife cooked breakfast Saturday morning. I mean homemade biscuits i mean eggs sausage i mean it's just amazing the community itself up in that area how how nice the people are up there uh i think Dwayne and kevin and their their wives and you know they they've got the right thing and the right outlook on what they're doing and and i think it's only going to grow uh what for what they're doing the you know the track you know the track is it's the most racy track I've ever been on period from top to bottom. And it's all in what you want, how you want your car to run. And Dennis showed it. Dennis went out there and <laughs> the whole night, the bottom, you know, where everybody in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I heard somebody say about Dennis, the, his experience showed out on, on Saturday night when it counted, he knew, he knew what to do. Oh. Oh, hundred percent. He's a veteran. I mean, he's yeah. not, I mean, he knows what to do. I mean, he's so smart and so methodical about what he does and how he approaches it. Uh, and I don't care if he's in a modified late model, a street, <laughs> I don't care what he's in. Yeah. He's, yeah. you know, knows what he wants the car to do, period. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. Well, we, I, I, we interviewed him, uh, during our, during our pit walk. And, and he said, uh, he said, I got a, I got a tough, uh, Tough feet ahead of me as far as, as far as you know to win this feature, but he said if I've got the car set up the way I want it, and if the track if the track does what I think it's going to do, he said we'll be there at the end. And I'd be dang if he wouldn't. I mean, oh he yeah, just drove a heck of a race, and and you, I mean you hit the nail on the head. He's definitely a veteran, and uh, it don't matter what you put him in, he's good, and uh, he's he's been around the ball game for for many years and and he uh he definitely knows knows what he's doing for sure oh he's methodical he's pinpoint methodical i mean he just does the right things all the time there it you know he don't never i mean even his i don't know about his lap times but i'd say his lap times were really close every all 50 laps yeah well it's funny because i i've said uh and i think i've probably said it to you before Wes, but i've said the same thing about jimmy crabtree uh i i know i've watched you drive a super stock uh uh open wheel i've watched you drive a late model i remember when you drove the uh, a few years ago now you drove the late model for jp motorsports i remember seeing you win at richmond and that thing mm -hmm. it's always been a lot of fun uh watching you race over the years too it's uh you're in that same category, buddy. I'll just tell you. Yeah, I've had you know I've had great opportunities in my racing career. 
uh, just like, you know, I drive, I mean, Dwayne Harris told me, come get his car and race it. You know, there, there's not many people out there that's going to put a man in their car. And of course, every time I qualified, he always tells me the tongue's hanging out on it. Every time I qualify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I imagine it. I imagine it is too. Um, yeah. But there's not many people out there that's just going to let you jump in there. And they're, they, you know, they worked hard for it. Dwayne's never drove, Dwayne never had drove this race car. Yeah. Oh, this, okay. He, I got you. He, got didn't, he didn't make laps in it till about one thirty in the morning, Saturday, Sunday morning. That's yeah. what he told us. Yeah. 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 He said, yeah. I never even made any laps in that car. Yeah. yeah. He was driving it pretty good too with a wore out right well, rear. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so uh so that that was a lot of fun and and kevin's car is a community car you never know who's going to be in that thing from week to week so uh west might be in it next week you just you just never know i think they're gonna draw powerball numbers next week (laughs) yeah right yeah evan kevin said his car said whoever whoever gets to drive his car if they had bad luck the the weekend before they just call him up come get it and race it the next weekend yeah (laughs) Yeah, this is what it's what he said. Well, Jimmy, uh, thank you, man, for for jumping on here with us tonight. Um, we needed to recap that that event, um, and and I knew you were you were the only you were the only guy that I I wanted to get on here and and just sort of recap everything from Saturday night. So, so it really means a lot to us for you to jump on here. Thank you guys for doing what y'all do. Thank the fans for coming out supporting that race, and thank the drivers that come to race that race. You know. Cause without them, you know, without them, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been nothing. And, you know, Randy, Randy looked down on us all night. I, I believe that in my heart and, and what an amazing race. I mean, uh, just amazing. I mean, just awesome, really. Yep. It, it was buddy. Well, uh, we will, uh, we'll see you. We'll see you at the racetrack soon. Uh, take, take care. Uh, keep, keep driving, uh, Dwayne's race car hard enough that the tongue's hanging out on it. Uh, and, and we, we look forward to, to seeing you, buddy. All right. Thank y'all. All right. y'all have a good- yeah. Thank you. Too. Thank you, Jimmy. Not buddy. Thank you. Uh, Jimmy Jimmy Crabtree here on Dirt Racing the Bluegrass Live. A great conversation there. I said this, but I'll say it again, Wes. I said I, we talked about all right. We need to. We didn't get to have a podcast last week and preview the race. We wanted to recap it. I said we've got to get Jimmy Crabtree on here. He's the he's the only he's the only one that I, that I can think of that I'd want to have on this show. And 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 it was great. Uh, that text he read. I'll be honest with you. I just about shed a few tears. I, I held them back. Uh, glad I, glad I was able to do that. But that was that was good man yeah yeah he uh him and randy was definitely you know like brothers they they had that that real tight bond of a friendship and uh so glad that that he uh, was able to come on here and uh and tell some of those stories uh about trips with with randy up and down the road racing and uh and in the shop working uh just cool to hear, hear those stories yeah, it it really was. So uh, another another great tribute to him. Uh, it, it's just awesome. Uh, we got a lot to get to left here on the on the show tonight. Uh, before we do that, I do want to uh, recap a couple other events from this past weekend. We had. Uh, we had Thunder Mountain Speedway with the uh, op- uh, the modified Madness event, two thousand to win. Um, there, uh, 
Cole Falloway swept the weekend, man. He won there, he sure and then he won at Rock Hassel on Saturday night. Uh, a great kid. We got to get to know them just a little bit standing down there in the pits. Just uh, cool to see him get those two wins. Yeah. Um, I know I had never never talked to him until his Victory Lane interview. I don't know if you'd ever spoken to him before, but, heck, we've watched the kid race everywhere, and it don't matter where he goes. He's competitive. He's he's a smart race car driver, um, and uh, just cool to get to talk to him and and uh, get to know him a little bit. You know, talking to him there in the infield after after the race was over with. But uh, yeah, he's hot right now. It don't matter where he goes. Yeah, he won it. He won it Florence too. Angie yeah. Metter says, "Yeah, he won it Florence too." And the cool thing about it is, he—it's just him and a couple people. There, there were people there standing talking to us. Said, "Hey, it's just him and those couple people running up and down the roads, and they race everywhere and always yeah. competitive." He—it's—it's it's him and and he's got two crew guys and and like he said in that interview, he said, "Those two guys go with me wherever I go. They work their butts off and." uh those two cats are smart on a race car too. They have to be for as good as him to be anywhere he goes. And, uh, that says a lot about, about that little team, but don't count them out. They're good wherever they go. Yeah, no doubt. I, I agree with you. And, and like, so the, yeah, had that, op, uh, modify open wheel modified. It wasn't open wheel. It was modified madness uh, at Thunder Mountain on Friday night, a Friday night race. that A lot of people have been asking for, you know, begging somebody do a Friday night. Let's do a Friday night. Um, you know, it, it would love to see more of those, uh, you know, in, in the future. I think it would be good at the same time. Also, Wes, I understand why it doesn't happen. It's it, it it's also uh, – it can be a struggle as well. Fans, drivers, all of it, Friday night, people working, traveling, all that stuff. And so uh, – but would love to see more of that uh, with the with all the race dates and tracks running on Saturdays. And, and so, uh, you know, really uh, appreciate them doing that friday night deal um you know meant meant a lot to to all of us for them to just you know to, like i said to try that um so and then saturday also another event mudlick uh tyler carpenter mudlick valley raceway the sam gilbert and owen stevens memorial they decided like within the week to change that date i saw what it was july 3rd and then i posted that they were having something else and somebody said no they're having this memorial race and i was like no i don't think that and then i looked and i was like hey buddy you're right i think that was uh rusty was it rusty eagle i think yeah and, yeah, and i had told you i said hey i said they've changed that date i said they're going to run it on saturday no they haven't i said yeah i said they have <laughs> yeah i thought everybody was seeing it wrong because i think they posted it july 3rd and then it ended up being june 3rd so i i ended up being wrong on that one but they had a good turnout for that a good event there like i said tyler carpenter goes two for two he he's one of those guys that he's got a big he's got a big following um of fans man there's a lot of tyler carpenter fans out there so uh, I'm, I'm sure they were all happy on on saturday night to to see him win for sure oh yeah yeah he uh he he found something up there that he that he likes and and he's definitely looked really good uh both those nights and and picked up the win so yeah he he definitely likes mudlick valley raceway 
Yeah, he uh, he definitely does. Uh, by, by the way, the uh, Racetrack Connection hotline is open now. You can call the show. It's 859-412-1287. Uh, you'll hear some silence on the line until I get to you. Just hang in there. Don't hang up. We'll, we'll get to the call. But please call us. Let us know what your experience was like at any of those events this past weekend. Or like I said, we'll talk to you about whatever it is you want to talk about. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll come back. We've got Live's Top 5 and a bunch of other stuff to get here get to here before we uh before we end the show so stick with us and uh like i said call that racetrack connection hotline we'd love to talk to you racetrack connection is a social media app designed specifically for racing on the app you can find a track find a driver review and print track schedules and use the chat feature to communicate with other fans and drivers at any event there's even a map feature where you can locate racetracks all across the U.S., plus many other features, all for free. Download the Racetrack Connection app today. Donnie Kaufman used to say, it's good enough to make your tongue slap your brains out, honey. That's what we think about the home cooking at Smokehouse Grill and Buffet in Berea. Choose from the delicious options on their home-style buffet and salad bar or order from the full menu. Not to mention their desserts and some of the best breakfast you'll ever eat. We promise you'll never be disappointed with this racing family-owned business. Visit their friendly staff and grab a bite to eat. Located just off exit 77 in Berea. Hi there, I'm Alan Feldhouse Jr., head basketball coach at Madison Central High School. Here at MCHS, we have built a winning team. And I'd like to tell you about another local winning team. Family-owned and operated Bluegrass Restoration and Construction. They specialize in roofing, general construction, and home maintenance services. Just like on the court, you need a team that will work together to get the job done. And that's exactly what BRC does. Give them a call at 859-353-1133. Road Tribe. And welcome back into the Bluegrass Restoration and Construction Studios. Wes, that, that commercial, real quick, I've got to say this because it reminded me of it. Uh, Patty and Terry Cheeks... Uh, owned smokehouse grill and buffet they're one of our sponsors they uh they made a post earlier this week they they sold the restaurant so uh you know happy for them in their next uh, next phase of life whatever it is they choose to do they're racers they're racing family they've always supported dirt racing in the bluegrass from the very beginning in 2013 they were the first sponsor to come on board and help help us with what we were doing so really appreciate them what they mean to us and and uh good luck to them in the in the future whatever whatever direction they decide to do i'm sure terry will keep racing i'm not too worried about that so i think we'll see him around yeah i i would say we we'll see him still in the in the racing scene for sure yeah yeah i think you're right well a couple of hot topics i want to get to i told you every week on the podcast is something we want to do is discuss something that everybody's talking about wes if if we you know i've said before if we're going to do this show and we're going to talk about what's going on around here we're going to have to talk about all of it uh so well the biggest thing you know as well as i do you know for a fact i've been screaming i've been screaming this for months now for a long time crown vicks we need a crown vic class here in central kentucky and and west lanham we finally got it lake cumberland speedway posted today they're starting a crown vic class i'm so excited about that and i'm gonna tell you why because it's a true stock class according to those rules it's affordable 
it's uh, it's a good class for somebody that wants to get into it that don't want to spend a terrible amount of money that that don't know a whole lot about racing you know race cars um it's you know it's been one of those classes easier to learn easier learning curve good for people to get into the sport cheap i don't say cheap racing ain't cheap okay but cheaper <laughs> uh, nothing about racing cheap but cheaper and and i'm just like i i'm so ex- i know most people probably like what are you even talking about but i'm just I'm excited about Crown Vic's coming to Lake Cumberland Speedway, and I hope all of our tracks add them because I'm telling you, it will take off, and it'll be a great support class, and that's what we need so badly around here. Yeah, I think I read in there today uh, it's definitely going to go for 2024, but if, if they're able to get a quick turnaround and get a pretty good number of cars uh, quickly, you could see a couple races even in the 2023 season there at Lake Cumberland Speedway. And I believe they're going to run the same rules as what Florence Speedway runs. So you that that's a group of cars that can can run either track if they'd like. So yeah, uh, I think it's going to go great. You and I talked earlier uh, in the day that that's a possibility. We may buy us a Crown Vic and put World Wide West in it, big number nine on it, dirt racing in the bluegrass live. I think that – I think there's a definite possibility uh, that that we we could we could see a dirt racing in the bluegrass house car uh, coming soon. We wouldn't race it much, you know. He just every now and then, maybe two or three times a year, bring it out just to have some fun. But I could I could definitely see that. But uh, you know, you you're you're gonna have to you're gonna have to share the seat, or we're gonna have to have two cars. One, we just have to change the seat out because I'm not I'm not gonna let you uh, hog it up. Oh, number nine is bad luck. Don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you. But yeah, you ain't you ain't hogging the cedar. We might even we might even have to have two cars, Wes, because I think I'd have more fun racing you than I would anybody else. And I I think I'd get more enjoyment and excitement out of beating you than I would the the whole field. So we might just have to have two dirt racing in the bluegrass uh, house cars. Yeah, yeah, we'd end up wrecking each other because we wouldn't want one to beat. <laughs> beat the other so we just have two tour of race cars <laughs> yeah yeah we we probably we probably would i mean you know i was kind of thinking about that too we'd probably put each other into the wall if you could catch me that is because i think if it come down to it i could probably beat you with three wheels so we'll just we'll just have to see uh, he's awful cocky ain't he yeah <laughs> yeah uh but yeah crown vix and i'm telling you with that it all comes down to keeping the keeping it within the rules and and brandon hargrove started that hobby stock class he's done a good job of keeping that in check i think he'll do the same with this crown vic class with those kind of classes that's what it all comes down to because we talked about this earlier too wes and if there's one thing i'll tell you about race car drivers the best ones find the find the gray areas and will get by with what you allow them to get by with and i'm not saying that in a bad way you look at the legends in racing all throughout history the best ones if you listen to the dale Dale jr download daryl waltrip petties the every one of them they all pushed it to the very edge, and they would get by with what you'd allow them to get by with, and that's how race car drivers are. But if they can keep this class in check, it'll it'll be a really good thing for for a lot of years to come. Uh, um, I, I truly believe that. I mean, I, I really do. But that's the key to it, you know, when it when it comes down to it. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, that's you look at that hobby stock class. That is one of my 
favorite classes right now that race at Lake Cumberland Speedway. And what's so good is is all those cars are really close. You know, the racing is side by side. They're beating and banging the yeah. way racing should be. And, and those guys have a blast. Yeah, They race hard. They have fun. And they put on a heck of a show for the fans. And that's what it's all about. Yep, yep. Yeah, they have to leave the dash in it, stock dash, street tires, no performance tires all season. Uh, there's only certain sizes that they can run. You have to run the same size on each on each uh, side of the car. Each uh, area of the car, you got to run the same wheel, same offsets, um, all that stuff. Just It's a really good class, and, and keeping it in check at all these tracks, and it, it, it'll be, like I said, it's going to be awesome. I'm more excited about that than I've been about anything else in a long time. And you know that because you know it's true. I've been I've been preaching Crown Vicks for, for a long time now, and you're probably tired of hearing me talk about it, so you're probably glad it finally happened. Yeah, you said earlier that we were talking, and you was like, oh, I've been wanting this for two to three months. No, no, it's probably six or seven months. I mean, you talk, we did Crown Vicks in Central Kentucky. We did Crown Vicks at, at some of our tracks. I'm like, just be patient. It'll it'll eventually happen. So, <laughs> yeah. see, I told you right. Well, you weren't the only one. I've been saying that to I've been saying that to every every person I came across, and uh, so glad to see it. Glad to see it working out that way. And I was on fa I'm not gonna lie. I was on Facebook Marketplace today looking at Crown Vic. So, uh, so we'll we'll see. Uh, second, Wes, we got two hot topics. That's the first one. The next one I want to talk a little bit about. It's been a big hot topic. I don't know about your Facebook, but on my Facebook, I've been seeing a lot of stuff about scheduling. I mean, I really have. And I told you if it's on there and we're seeing it we're going to talk about it scheduling right it is tough man we you look i posted a picture earlier in the year of the map of our area tracks and 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 those circles weren't very big but the reality is we've got five tracks right here on top of each other mud licks a little bit up on the map all right but they're close but they're we got five tracks that are right here on top of each other I mean, right here in the same area, and everybody's got to run. Everybody, everybody's got to be successful. Everybody has to. Everybody has to race. Yeah. Everybody's got to do their thing. And there's not one philosophy. There's not just one thing that works. Um, here's the tough thing about scheduling right now. When you got so many tracks in one area, I counted it. Just went went to my pulled the calendar up on my phone. Look, we've got. May through September of prime racing here in Kentucky. Because April's iffy. You know this is true. April's it could be it could be eighty degrees or it could be twenty five degrees. It's just right. the way it is. This year is twenty five degrees. It wasn't good at all. October's iffy. Could be decent or it could be terrible. It could be yeah. snowing by the end of October. So you got May through September to race. That's 21 Saturdays in the year. 21. And when you think about it, that's not a lot. No. Um, it's, it's not a lot at all. And you've got, all right, so 21 Saturdays for five different tracks right on top of each other. 21 Saturdays. You got this year, you got 15 memorial races on the schedules between those five tracks. 15. And you got 21 Saturdays. Yeah. 
That's a lot. It is. And and the and with my math, that leaves six weeks of the year without a memorial race. And that ain't much, man. It just ain't. Right. And it's tough. It is. Scheduling, I feel for these racetracks when it comes to scheduling and, and trying to trying to do their best to find dates that work. Um it, it it's just it's just it's just a really, really tough really tough thing. It's super hard because you know, you try to you try to make a schedule that works for you and your track. And then you try to also work to make it to work with everybody else, all your surrounding tracks. You've got to work, you know, you want to work with those guys. And, and the way you want it to be set up is, yeah, it's a business. Mm-hmm. But you want everybody to be able to be successful. Uh, you don't want to see somebody, you know, struggle. You no. want you want everybody in our area to uh, to do good, and it's just tough. And you're gonna have you're gonna have overlapping, you know, races, and and there's just not enough time in the year to. You're gonna have instances where that's gonna happen. Yep. But you just got to keep rolling with it. He, um, here's the way I see it. You're exactly right. You do. You got. 21 Saturdays, 15 memorial races, all to, if you're going to try to work, that's hard to do. It's tough. Here's what I would like. Here's what I, here's the way I see it. This is the way I see it is you got six dates, six weekends of the year where there's not a memorial race. That, that's, that's not enough. You're going to have those memorial races. We don't want to see those go away. We want to see those honored. We want to see those supported, all those things. But, having all those tracks in one area and having everybody be, it just, it makes it really impossible when it comes down to it. I know it's tough on all these people. Here's what I would like to see. I'd like to see within those five tracks, I don't want to see two super late model races on the same night at two different tracks or KDRA super stocks or open wheels or whatever class. There's no reason why we can't not have two big shows for the same class on the same night. Surely right. we can get to that point. But not scheduling on the same night, I think I just feel like that's really going to be hard to hard right. to not do. But but not two specials for the same class on the same night. And and I think they're doing a pretty good job of that to this point. So yeah. I'm happy to see yeah, that. They are. But it's just tough. It is just so tough and and I just I look at I look at these promoters and owners and i'm like you have to about pull your hair out trying to make these schedules and and you know really wanting to work with everybody work with your drivers your fans other track promoters and owners um and i think they they are doing a, a really good job yeah um but it is just so hard and it's something we wanted to we wanted to talk about and touch base on because it is so hard. Um, but I agree with you, you know, trying to work on that. Don't run a special in the same class on the same night with two yeah. tracks that are an hour, two hours from each other. Yeah. You know, that's just going to take all your cars yeah. and split them up. So yeah. it's just, I that, agree with you. that's not a good, good scenario for anybody. I don't think anybody's got anything out for anyone when it comes to the racetracks. I mean, I, I really, 
I really don't. I've talked to all of them. You know, we want to see them all succeed. We want to see what the best for all of them. We we support all of them uh, and and love it and yes. and uh, and appreciate their support and uh, and I think everybody's doing a good job and and everybody's going to have to do just do the best they can. Keep going with what they're doing and because uh, everybody's just doing an awesome job i've said it before i'll say it again racing here in kentucky and central kentucky is in a better place than it's ever been before and let's just let's just stay on that track because uh yep. because we're we're headed in the right direction for sure uh all right well let's go ahead wes real quick let's go ahead and get to our our lives top five here for this evening again these are all based on we do this for every class uh, these are all based on results to this point so it's not our opinion it's not who we think is the best it's all based on resu- current results to date uh, from for uh, all of our divisions so uh, starting with the uh, with the hobby stocks this evening uh, lives top five uh, has changed up quite a bit West this right here might be the most competitive class week in week out that we we see anywhere this list changes the the drivers on the list might stay the same but man we're we're changing it up every week from from one through five somebody's somebody's moving up somebody's moving down so just really really fun to see but aj smith they're still number one on our list uh randy hacker is up to number two he's picked up a couple wins the last two weekends man he's really uh, really had some good runs at thunder mountain speedway uh bo gilly picked up a picked up a couple wins and and uh and david marler of course uh, most recently last friday night at not uh not friday night but the friday night before at ponderosa uh oh. and then uh, craig stock still on the list there number five i believe if i'm not mistaken he was number two last week he's got a couple wins there at lake cumberland had a good year but it don't take much to move from from one to five on this hobby stocks list yeah yeah definitely definitely as i've said it that is that is one of my if not my favorite class right now and super competitive and it don't matter if you have 20 plus cars show up like i did at lake cumberland uh two weekends ago they're all super competitive and and anybody can get the w yeah no i'm with you for sure i mean it's week in week out every event uh they're running them you know regularly of course at lake cumberland and then thunder mountain as well so Uh just love that class man it's a lot of fun to watch and and those crown vicks we're going to be adding them in 2024 they're they're going to be fun too uh hornets i'll let you uh let you go with go with that one wes all right our lives top five in the hornet division uh our number one spot there, Eric Parton, um, got the big victory at uh, Rockcastle Speedway this past Saturday. Um, just a just a huge win for him. Uh, in the second place, uh, number two, Raymond Fusen. Third, Chris Meyer. Chris ended up winning at uh, uh, Mudlick Valley um, this past Saturday. Uh, number four spot Clint Cox and number five Frankie King Jr. I mean that's another those top five right there. Um, any given any given weekend, uh, you could be in fifth um, the yeah. previous weekend and turn around and the next weekend you you be in that number one spot. So yeah. that's another one. Those those top five cars right there, anywhere across the state of Kentucky, they can 
they can put it in victory lane. Yeah, yeah. Of course, like you said, Eric Parton won Saturday night. Raymond Fuson won Friday night at Thunder Mountain. He also won at Richmond a couple of weeks ago. They were there. So that's two drivers that's really been been on a tear these last couple of weeks. Just winning yeah. some races, moving up there to one and two um, on our on our list. Uh, very deserving of it. Clint Cox, he's blew a motor a few weeks back at Rock Castle. He ain't been back out, man. He's gonna have to get that motor back to, together because he he won every race he was in uh, up to that point, and now he now he's dropping on our list. I think he's working on a new car, so I'm sure he'll he'll be back out soon enough. And and uh, and. and try to try to stay on that list so but that's a fun class to watch too really enjoy watching those guys you know tyler tyler kelly driving that right angle race car he's another one he hasn't won yet this year but he's been really close uh we were we were laughing we talked to his dad he's got a he had a donut on there on saturday night going into the corner and bicycling that thing was was fun to watch in and of itself i mean it was it was a lot of fun just watching him drive that thing so yeah yeah that donut it (laughs) it was tiny yeah it looked like it wasn't that big around yeah so so uh he said it worked it worked pretty good at florence so they wanted to wanted to try it there but uh yeah yeah it was just cracking us up just watching him watching him go around the track with that little thing on there uh super stocks blake brown stays number one on the list but wes uh he, he blew a motor on uh, on Saturday there at Rock Hassle, biggest race of the year, uh, and, and uh, he was heartbroken about that. Bad bad luck for him, but he's going to have to get that motor back together and step on it because Dennis Roberson is not very far behind with that major event win there at Rock Hassle Speedway. I mean, if if Dennis picks up another win before Blake does, he's going to be ta- he's going to take over the number one spot on that list because we heavily favor major event wins. Cool to see Dennis win that and get to interview him there on Saturday night. Randy Jones tribute. Um, one of those guys, like we said earlier, he's drove everything. I've watched him drive late model open wheel super stocks, and, and he's always been able to drive anything. And he's a veteran, and his uh, his veteranness, I guess you could say, showed itself on Saturday night. The way he was driving, he, he was driving a line that was different than anybody on the track except maybe Logan Preston. He came up through the field pretty good. Glenn Hounchel was another one talking about Saturday night. I kind of got off topic here, but it came from back in the field, had trouble in his heat race, and came up through the field. Just a fun race to watch, but Dennis did a really good job coming up through there, uh, winning that race on the on the bottom when most people were running the middle. Uh, Tyler Hayes still in third. Won, uh, let's see, the last time Lake Cumberland raced, uh, that uh, let's see, be Saturday before last, Tyler Hayes picked up another win. Andrew Harmon won another uh, feature event at Mudlick Valley, so he's he's there at number four on our list, a name that maybe a lot of people didn't recognize before the season. They probably recognize him now because he stayed on our list. He's he's uh, he's consistent up there at Mudlick for sure. And then uh, Jimmy Robinson there at, at number five on our list. Of course, another guy that's always been around, always been fun to watch and can drive anything. So there's your, there's your super stock lives top five. Go ahead with open wheels. All right, in our open wheel modified division, live's top five. Blake Brown right there, uh, he's holding tight at that number one spot. Um, he uh, he would have probably picked up a couple more wins this weekend, but uh, actually sent his motor off to uh, 
to Vic to get uh, freshened. Uh, so he'll be out of out of that modified for uh, for a little bit while that uh, that motor's getting worked on. But uh, Blake's just looked really good in that new Elite chassis. Uh, ben Petrie holding the the second spot down. That's the the jockey out of Corbin, Kentucky. Uh, I got to say, it's good to see Ben at, at Rock Castle uh, on uh, Saturday night. That's a place that he's not ran a whole lot of times. First time this season uh, out there. And uh, I think he he had something for him. Uh, I know I know Cole was really good, but uh, but ben, ben made strides throughout the night, um, all night long. And uh, – uh, good to see him at Rock Castle. Third, uh, Cole Falloway, as we've talked a lot about here um, on the show earlier in the night. Uh, the fourth spot, uh, Brian Barber. And then fifth, Billy Green. Uh, cool to see Billy uh, kind of branch out. Usually runs uh, at Florence a whole lot. But uh, seen him the last couple couple weekends running um, Lake Cumberland ponderosa and richmond so cool to see billy green branching out and uh and running some of our other tracks here in the state yeah and i believe wasn't it wasn't it uh let's see i think it was lake cumberland i was trying to remember on those results maybe that he won last saturday it was some some anyway lake cumberland ponderosa one of those i think billy picked up a win the last time they ran so yeah i think i think he won at lake cumberland yeah, of course, we talked about Cole Falloway earlier. Yeah. Um, swept the weekend this weekend, so uh, moving moving up that list and deservingly so. So your late models uh, top five, brand new at the top of the list. Wes, he hadn't been on till this week, uh, but uh, I, I knew at some point we were going to see this shake up once we got some racing action going here in central Kentucky. Josh Rice uh the uh, last weekend uh ponderosa and lake cumberland race uh josh rice picked up both wins there he also won the uh finn watson memorial at richmond so uh big couple weekends for him especially last weekend i know you were happy about that oh i was happy uh i swept the weekend just like he did uh took both of those victories from you on uh, Friday night, Saturday night, so I'll definitely take uh, take those two wins. But Josh is really rolling right now. He's uh, he's looking really good. Um, he's got uh, he's got a new Vic Hill motor in his um, super light model, um, and he's uh, he'd been using Jay Dickens um, for the last couple of years, and uh, he's really looked strong. Um, in these uh, first few races um, with that new motor. Um, really hoping that uh, he has a good show and starting starting tomorrow night at uh, Eldora with the Dream. Yeah, I, I know he's he's looking forward to that. And he always runs good up there at Eldora, too, with that new Vic Hill power plant. He's really been – of course – even before that, when Josh Rice showed up, you know, you, you knew he was uh, he was going to be a contender. He's always he always is um, a lot of fun to to be around. Uh, we got to talk to him a little bit there uh, at Richmond, I believe, and then also at Ponderosa on Friday night. And uh, good to see him having the success that he he is um, regionally around here. And I'd love to see him go up there to Eldora and uh, and 
and put on a show for sure at the Dream this week. So uh, Justin Rice second on our list. He stays up there. He, of course, like I said, he won that special event for the American All Star Series. Um, Justin Ratliff, not Justin Rice. Oh, Justin Ratliff. <laughs> I do know a Justin Rice. He's he's from Jackson County. I grew I grew up with Justin Rice. Yeah, Justin Ratliff, the Rattler. <laughs> Ace Claiborne, Jeff uh, Watson there in fourth. Ace picked up another win on Friday night at Thunder Mountain. So, man, he's good there. He's got that place figured out. He's tough. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he's got he's got Thunder Mountain figured out, and uh, and Jay Watt looked awfully good at uh, at Rockcastle on Saturday, even though he he fought some issues um, throughout the night. But once he got all that lined out, he. Uh, he looked really good. Yeah, he was. And then Dustin Linville there in fifth. He won the pro late model portion of the Finn Watson Memorial. Um, he's one of those guys, of course, it wouldn't be a surprise at all to see him climb this list uh, by the end of the year. Like you said, you know, based on those results, he got that win there in the pro late model. Had bad luck. He went to uh, Clarksville for that Tuesday night race. Uh, had bad luck you just you hate to see it for him i mean you you really do those guys work hard and dustin's a good driver but just terrible luck up there at at clarksville um he really put on a show there in the b main started started coming toward the you know came toward the front and then again there in the in the feature just just bad luck so but he's he's on the list and i just i think you're starting to see some names that uh, that are familiar show up on these lists as we get later on in the year. Yeah, would have would have really liked to saw Dustin get the the victory. He raced at Mud Lick um, this past weekend, and uh, just Tyler Carpenter um, just just a little bit a little bit better. Um, I want to think that might have been the first time Dustin had ever raced up there um, at Mud Lick, but. Uh, Definitely, uh, definitely starting to come around, and and he's really, really good in that in that crate late model, um, and he's yeah. he's still trying to get that new supercar um, lined out. I told him a couple of weeks ago. I said, just make a just make an engine swap. I said, put that put that big motor in the in your crate car, and uh, and and just kind of see what happens. But uh, looking forward to to seeing him uh, race a little bit more. Uh, throughout the season yep absolutely and and uh well one one more a couple more things here one wes you're up three to one i know you i know you're happy about that smiling from ear to ear of course you know three to one lead last year you beat me i had to buy you a steak dinner last year already it ain't looking good for me you picked josh rice to sweep the weekend last weekend i just can't have any luck at all but this week dream week uh, let's go ahead. Normally, we do things here in Kentucky, but Crown Jewel Race coming up. This kicks off a big stretch for late model racing. Late model fans in the country uh, really kicked off uh, with the uh, with the uh, race there in Wheatland, but then going on, you know, keeping on with yeah. you know June with the Dirt Late Model Dream. Let's pick the winners for the Dream. Uh, since you're up 
three one uh, i'm gonna just go ahead and give myself the privilege of picking first uh so i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna try to do something a little different so i usually i'll usually pick somebody that's not necessarily the favorite but i'm i'm tired of losing just to be quite honest with you i'm competitive can't stand to lose uh, so I'm going to have to rig this game up if I have to eventually. But I'm going to go with the hottest driver in the country right now. And uh, if, if that luck changes, he can blame me, Wes, I mean, when it comes down to it. But I'm going to go with RTJ. Uh, he's winning everything. Drew Pruel got him a few weeks ago, <laughs> took that one away from him. But he he's tough right now. And I think he carries that in to Eldora this week and, and wins the Dirt Lake Model Dream. It's cool to see because he's not with one of the biggest teams, I guess you could say, and not necessarily a name that's been, like, known for a long time um, like some of these guys. But cool to see, and I think he gets it done at, at Eldora this week. Well, he is definitely, uh, at this time, the hottest Dirt Lake Model driver in the country. Um, as we kind of we touched on it a little bit, uh, we had the Castro Flow Racing uh, Night of America race last Wednesday night. Uh, myself and my wife Sherry, we uh, we was fortunate to get to go and and uh, enjoy an awesome night of racing there at, at Florence. Um, and RTJ put it on little Bobby Pierce, um, and after he passed him, it was it was no turning back. He was gone. And uh, I was happy to see that because uh, it was one of them deals. Anybody but Bobby. I didn't want Bobby to win. Sorry, little Bobby. But uh, you've had your uh, your time on that uh, on that top spot on the podium there at Florence too many times, and uh, just glad to see RTJ run good there. Um, so a great pick. And if he don't run good this weekend, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it um, is. He can blame me. Everybody, everybody on our on our board is looking. You know, they're saying um, Overton and Davenport. Well, if if history uh, would uh, would show itself this weekend, if you didn't pick one of those two drivers, you would be crazy because those two have been the hottest two um, drivers to race with the Dream and the World One Hundred uh, the last yeah. couple of years at Eldora. Uh, I made this pick earlier um, in uh, earlier in the week, um, talking with some other buddies uh, from here in Campbellsville, racing buddies, and uh, I'm picking Mikey Marler uh, to get the to get the win in the 157. Um, that's another driver that's been hot, and uh, he runs good up there at Eldora, and uh, I I'm picking him to win win the dream this week. Yeah, that, that's that's a good pick. You know, Mikey's one of our favorites. We talked about he's nice enough. Yeah, you know, I'll say this: I I would pick him. I think that's a good pick just because he came on our podcast, and and so I think that's a good pick just for that reason. But um, and that was really cool. We've talked about that before. Cool to have Mike be willing to come on here and and join us. At, you know. Most pe- and not not just that he joined us, but he was he was thrilled to be here and and uh, and was a joy to talk to on the show. Really hope he. I, I'll tell you what. I hope if you go up four to one, I hope you're right. I'd I'd be just as tickled as you are if if that happened. He did win the prelim uh, event, uh, or what? No, it wasn't a prelim event. He won the flow race and not in America at Eldora 
Yeah. Didn't he? Am I right about that? I think so. Yeah. So, I mean, got that Eldora monkey off his back. I, I mean, I could definitely – that's probably a good pick. Uh, you might you might just be right about that and be 4-1 on me because I didn't think about him winning that, that flow race and not in America. So, yeah, yeah, good pick. But we do have a lot of people, not just – you said Overton – uh overton superman we've got a lot of hud jimmy owens ace claiborne's got pierce uh <laughs> pierce he, he's he got it twice on here yeah i think he's a bobby pierce fan Wes. What i you believe think? he is so boo, yeah the, uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah I, i'm with you so but but he could definitely definitely get it done it'd be fun to watch looking forward to watching it on flow we won't be able to be up there but it'll be be a lot of fun to watch and um you know can't wait for the north south in the world they'll they'll be here soon enough and yeah. we, we're planning on going to both of those so i sure yeah. wish we uh i sure wish we was up there tonight yeah um and and should be uh, awesome tomorrow night, Friday night, and then and then the big one, hundred twenty nine thousand to win on on Saturday. So, Eldora is just a special special place. Yeah, co- um, coffee says that Tyler Herb. Well, uh, Tyler Herb, you know, talk about Marler being on, excited to be on. Tyler handed it to his his tire man. He was on here for like five seconds, handed it to his tire man. So, yeah, I'd rather see Marler win. But yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I would like uh I'd definitely like to see Mikey get the win and and uh, I know caution probably put on there but uh he did win at Clarksville uh, he did, yeah. Heart of America. Yep. Um uh, series and uh went down there and won one ten thousand in a in a stout field of cars on a Tuesday night. So yep. yeah, you can't count Mikey out. It he's another one. Wherever he goes, he's always right there in the hunt. Yeah, he is. You're exactly right. Hey, uh, real quick, while we've got people on here, we're going to preview the weekend really quickly, racing outlook here. Uh, look forward to what we've got going on here in Central Kentucky. Several big local events coming up this weekend. But Kevin Jones from Rockcastle, he sent me a text. He said, tune in at 11 p.m. to see what lucky person gets to drive the roof cat car this week. He's talking about his open-wheel modified. So I guess there's going to be an announcement coming up at 11 p.m. That's kind of late, but you know what? I think I'll stay up for it and see who's going to be driving the, the roof cat car this weekend. Do you think it might be World Wide West? I don't know, buddy. He, <laughs> listen, I don't know. Has it, if he's ever seen you drive before, he, I doubt it. I don't know. He's a pretty brave dude, but I don't know if he's that brave. I wouldn't be. I'll just tell you that. But uh, this weekend, we'll start with that coming up uh, at uh, Rock Castle. Uh, since I just got that text from Kevin Jones uh, talking about Rock Castle's We'll, we'll looking forward to see who's going to be driving that car this weekend. Yeah, uh, yeah Wes, rookie <laughs> of the year. Thanks, Ben. I appreciate that. Yeah, but at at, uh, at Rock Castle, uh, the kick kickoff to summer event, uh, they're going to have a uh, lot of events, giveaways, a really fun thing for kids coming up on Saturday at Rock Castle Speedway. Um, I saw they were. I think they're giving away popsicles. Uh, foot races, bike races, power wheels. I'm not sure what all, but they're going to have all kinds of stuff going on there for the kids on Saturday night at Rockcastle Speedway. Um, so go out and support them. Uh, also, Thunder Mountain Speedway. Uh, I think I saw 
you'll have to help me with this, Wes. It's been a long day. I worked worked all day. I literally got here to the to the office to do this podcast like five minutes late. So Thunder Mountain. I think it's sixteen hundred to win crates, thirteen hundred to win modifieds, a uh, thousand win uh, hobby stocks. Uh, all all classes, I think, uh, have a have a up in the purse. Um, so it should be a should be a really good night on the mountain. And I also saw I think I saw that they were doing bicycle races for the for the kids. So um good should to see great night. Yeah. yeah, and and really good to see racetracks doing things for kids to love to see that for both of them. So be a be a good night up there. Just talked about those hobby stocks, thousand to win. That yeah. that's worth that's worth a trip to Corbin. So go out uh, and and support them for sure. Mudlick Valley Raceways having a sport mod special. They're the only track in our area in our coverage, anyways. They run sport mods. That's a really good class too. I think it's twelve hundred to win for them. Last uh, last I checked. So they're at Mudlick Valley. Plus all other classes there as well. So if you're over in that area, I know we've got a lot of viewers over in there. Go check them out. Um, fun place there. Uh, said it before, I'll say it again. They, they've done so much work over there, done a great job. Already had some big super late model races. So good to see them having some big payouts for their support classes as well. So there at Mudlick. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Wes, if I'm wrong, it's on you. But I think those are the only three events we've got for our for our tracks coming up this weekend. Yes, you're correct. All right, good deal. Little well, buddy. well, if we're wrong, be mad at Wes. Don't be mad at me because he 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 verified and confirmed for me. Man, it's been a been a fun show. Uh, we we've had a lot of people on here with us. Good to see each and every week. This thing just continues to grow. We love supporting local racing. You know, I think part of what made this past weekend so special, this weekend, 1,000 win hobby stocks, 5,000 win super stocks, all these support classes. I love local racing. I love the direction that local racing here in our area is heading. Uh, it, it's just it's just awesome. And um, and really good to see. Thank you for supporting everything we do. We're gonna keep doing it. We're gonna we're gonna uh, try to do it bigger and and better, and uh, and, and just keep having fun with it uh, for for our race coverage and our podcast here. You, everyone, uh, thank you for watching, hanging in there with us. We've uh, we've been on here for about an hour and seventeen minutes now, Wes. And I didn't even have to use the buzzer tonight. No. And you didn't even have to say, Wes, let's get back on topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't even have to pull you back in tonight. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. Get out this weekend. Support your local racetrack wherever you decide to head off to. Uh, looking forward to watching the Dream be somewhere on, on Saturday as well. So uh, you can do both. You can go to the racetrack and watch Flow Racing on your phone if you decide to. It's a good thing about technology these days. Uh, it's been a fun show. Thank you all again for watching. We'll see you at the races this weekend. Thank you, guys.